Megan the Stallion, good news. That shit don't impress me much. It's going off. Did you, have you started recording already? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, now we're recording. <laughs> oh. oh I hate to give it away in the first second, but <laughs> I mean, bad news, everyone. Oh, look at you. I meant to do a fucking dude impression. I forget his name. You know who I mean. You're writing a fucking album about it. <laughs> uh, <what>, Futurama? <laughs> yeah, fucking bad news, everyone. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Um, uh, I forgot uh, his Professor, name. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh, my God. I keep wanting to say Zoyberg. That's not his fucking name. I feel like an idiot. It's it's something. It's something like that. Uh, uh, Wernstrom. He was always going to get hit. What, it's Zoyberg. <laughs> no. Uh, Fly Zoyberg. Fry. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Fry's his last name because his first name is something else, isn't it? I thought Fry, well, Fry is Fry's first name. Oh my god, I feel like such an asshole. Wait. Figglehorn. Fry Figglehorn. No, the fuck it's not. <laughs> I know Tarunga Leela is that Philip J. Fry, yeah. Phil, oh, it Figglehorn. is Philip J. Fry, Get the you're fuck right. out of my face when he's talking about Figglehorn. <laughs> Hey, it's Fry! Uh, Professor Fonsworth, yes! Fonsworth! Because uh, he's named after the guy who, I think, made the presented the first TV at the World's Fair or something like that. So we've got a few things lined up on the show this week. We've got the XXL Freshman Ciphers, hot off the presses, as of a week ago. We've got... <laughs> and we've also got two semi-new album reviews... Two years too late, but, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes with good news and folklore. All lower caps, the opposite of MF Doom. It's it's, it's all lower caps, folklore. Mm. We're going to start with the XXL Freshman Ciphers. The stars are out tonight. It is quite possibly in the history of the Going Off podcast, uh, the most impressive XXL Freshman class I've ever seen or remember seeing. Uh, oh, 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 really? RC, not after last time. We can't, we can't retcon after last time when we were so dumbfounded, fucking gobsmacked about how impressed we were with the double XL freestyles. Are you going to oh, look I'm sorry, me I'm in sorry. the digital face and tell me you were not impressed with the ciphers? No, 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 no. I actually was. I was just thinking about what we're dealing with today, where it was uh, a bit of a different feeling. What? No. F okay, let's fucking get into it. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't already. I'm about to throw hands already. Oh, no. So, the way we've been doing this for the past God knows how long is we rate them individually and then we rank the performances from worst to best. Yeah. Uh, RC, who do you have in last place? I. Like. I feel like we're going to disagree already. I'm so nervous. Oh, no. Uh, I was so unmotivated by, like, two-thirds of what was being presented that, like, I didn't even, like, have, like, a list. I was just like, okay, there are these three people that did well, and I don't know what everyone else was doing. I have a similar feeling, because I also <laughs> think three people were the clear runaway winners. But I feel like I was more impressed with most of the class than you were, because in my opinion, there were only 
maybe three or four people that I thought just didn't bring it. My bottom four are Sofago. Oh, God, that was nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. That's that's exactly what I have written down. Give us fucking nothing. Uh, then I have Casey. I can't even remember. What then, uh, well, hold on. I also got notes that I wrote down. What did I say about Casey? Nice flow, weak, repetitive bars, and he trails off at the end. Like, he seriously just goes, double XL in here. And everyone just oh, laughs. Right. Everyone's cutting up, having fun. Good for them. It wasn't a good performance, though. Right, it's like, what was that? All right, yeah, it, it literally just trailed off. It fell apart! I've never seen a freestyle fall apart. Then, at number 10, I've got Big Scar. Oh, my goodness. Then, after that, in ninth place, I've got Cochise. Is that how you say it? Yeah, it, wasn't this the dude who was, like, rapping more lyrical... In the freestyle? Am I wrong about that? I, I don't remember how he performed in the freestyle. I just thought, like, I liked his flow in the cypher, but I have written down here, we're past shit like this in the scape of 2022. We can't keep putting up with rhymes like, I slap on the booty, she showed me the boobies, and all my n-words, we getting some cuties. Are you oh, fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah, oh, yeah, his was no. a bunch of, like, uh, air, too. Yeah, a bunch of hot air. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't keep doing that shit. We need some originality in here. But it's like, oh, but the, the multis are coming flying fast, so it's got to be impressive. But it's like, well, what is he actually saying? No. Yeah, that sort of thing. Now, here is where I was a little, I was a little dumbstruck. Because number eight, Dochi. Dochi was like, her her delivery was cool. Yes. But yeah, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit mid. I, I have this quoted because I was kind of like, huh, my whole team speak Gucci, voila. If it ain't that, no coochie, nada. Blend yeah, with yeah. the money like a green iguana. Bitch, bring the heat like a PV sauna. I'm in your mouth like a TV dinner. V-A-Jinna. Mm. Although, I did pop for I Make Cunt Look Proper. That's a dope line. I was like, whoa. Holy shit. But no, not great. Yeah, like she was trying to bend the words in that sort of Andre 3000 way, you know, but it's like, it's not working because it's too it, awkwardly. It didn't yeah, it work. Yeah, it doesn't sound cool. This was a fucking one-two punch for me. Because number seven, Saucy Santana. Yeah. Um, Just kind of okay. Right? Like, it was okay. <laughs> I, like, I liked his flow. Um, the bars were fun. But nothing really memorable from your boy. Yeah. Following him up, though, number six. Um, here's where we finally start to get, in my opinion, like, impressive. Nardo Wick. Nardo Wick. Ah! I, how did I guess that one? <laughs> Nardo fucking Wick. I thought it was clever. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of the low energy mumbling. Right, right. That's the one issue That's where really it's just it. like, yeah, and it, 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 he's like, it's right on that line of like, is this supposed to be the cool guy flow that he's doing, or is he just like kind of shy and, and you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really have the presence like that, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. 
Because up next, I've got Kali. Or Callie? Okay, I would say that, like, hers was maybe, like, my favorite one, honestly. Really? Yeah. That's a surprise. That one was the one that had the most, just, like, first of all, like, her fucking, um, the fucking swagger she just has, uh, that, um, yeah. who, who, who's your girl, that Jamaican uh, singer from the 80s? Uh, like Grace Jones sort of swag, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when she comes out with it's like dope, and then like yeah, I thought she had really like nice flows of like actual hits mm. and shit. Um, yeah, honestly, it was like between her, uh, well, you haven't said them yet, and uh, well, I I, th- I think you know where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I think an argument can be made for the next five. Um, because right after Kali or Kali, I've got Big Thirty. Um, uh, was... I thought he had a dope flow, real dense freestyle with some really great bars, very solid showing. But from there, I have my own personal three-way tie for first. I'm oh. cheating. Ah, he said I'm a bitch. With Babyface Ray, Babytron, and Ken the Man, I think those three were the best ones. Yeah, I think Ken the Man honestly took it. Like, and I was, like, my jaw was on the floor because I was like, I remember feeling kind of so-so about them last time, right? Like... This is basically a flip from last time. (laughs) We were like, wow, Dochi, Saucy Santana, bring in the fire. There's no touching them. Here, it's like, yeah, they're not... They're, like, almost in... They're in the bubbling under half. It's weird. just on the cusp. Yeah, that really flipped. Yeah, like, from the freestyle, I was like, yeah, I remember it being, like, kind of an even split. But, but with this, it was like, Kinderman, Kali, and, uh... Uh... <laughs> was it Baby... Fa- God damn it, there's two babies. <laughs> I can't it was John Tron and... <laughs> Stop! You're <laughs> 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 fucking it up worse. Oh god damn it! Who the hell are the other ones? They don't they don't have the names in order in some of these videos in the naming of the videos, you know, in order. Well, of there like, was Ken the baby. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fuck just it. having fun fucking with you Ka- today. You know, Kali and Ken the man, they took it home. The the ladies represent. Yes, that, that that's basically what I have to say at the end of the day. I meant to look it up and I forgot to, but I imagine we're saving Megan for the main event. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I wanted to see how we felt about her performance in her respective years uh freestyle cipher and i don't remember how we felt about it um I, I, the thing i was thinking about was her the the last album that she did that we reviewed i remember us feeling kind of a little cool on it no i wasn't feeling it really yeah. i i'm i'm going to save my uh, 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 my uh, uh, thoughts uh, on on Megan you because you hate her back in the village no <laughs> After a short hiatus. <laughs> Hope y'all kept my seat warm. But first, <laughs> we've got Folklore from Taylor Swift. I think this album held up from when I had first heard it. If anything, I think I liked it more. I think it starts with maybe the weakest cut. Yes, on the whole oh my album. goodness. I, I like I had that moment where I was like, wait, I remember liking this. And then the first song is just called The One. And I was like... Wait, I can't remember how I felt about this one. And then as it starts, just the first lyrics are so, like, 
first draft. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. Like, what's this rapper talk? You try to talk in Taylor on this track? On track one? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about fucking T-Swift in the <laughs> building. I don't know. Is that just to get us hype for, hey, Taylor's going to be cursing on this album? Like, uh-oh. I thought I saw you at the bus stop. I didn't, though. It's like, all right, well, that was just a trail of lyrics that led to nowhere. <laughs> like, I think Taylor's one of these people who, like, will write, like, over a hundred songs for a fucking album. And then it's like, well, these are the best ones. I'm like, I don't know how the one made the cut. Like, I would have scrapped that. There's certainly a feel to it where it's like, she is trying to write pop songs. Like, she's trying to get those universal big feels to them. And yeah. I think there are certain times where she hits out of the park. And like, you know, being a pop star, to a certain extent, it's about, like, being able to balance, right, universality and... Uh, intimate, specific moments to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have it all just be about you, but, you know, you can't just be too generic because then people don't connect, you know? But in this first one, it just feels like, weirdly enough, the rap equivalent of, like, pop songwriting where, like, a rap song's like, you know, like, this may not be the big hit song, but this is the song where I gotta prove my shit, so I gotta write a bunch of dope lyrics about how dope I am. And this is a re- song oh, that's yeah. really about the, you know? So, like, the pop version of that is, like, I gotta, like, prove my salt by writing a pop song that really, you know, hits, uh, you know, that really makes you feel romantic feelings. So this is what I do. I gotta hit you with this metaphor and this metaphor. Maybe this one will work, you know? But like, yeah, like one or two playing words would be like, oh, we never painted by the numbers, baby, but we were making it count. I was like, okay, that's a little slick, you know? And then just like the, like over the top, but I'm not sure exactly what's going on like thing where it's like you know the greatest loves are of all time are over now it's like that's such an epic sort of feeling lyric but i'm not sure if that actually means anything you know like yeah because if they're the greatest loves of all time where are they is that is she trying to say something about love being like false or is it like you know it's just like is this brilliant or is this just corny and overwritten you know like (laughs) despite sounding nothing like any taylor swift album we've heard up to this point musically. She has a writing style that even if it's put to a different like sound of music, it's like this is a Taylor Swift bar. To the point. Uh, A Taylor Swift production. (laughs) (laughs) Even to the point where we go down to Exile and you've got um, Justin Vernon of uh, Bonnie Veer. Oh yeah. He's singing. Uh It's weird because it's a deep manly voice. Right, but right. It's like this is a Taylor Swift bar. Like what he's saying, <laughs> he's like Taylor yeah. Swift absolutely wrote this, and this is not a dig. She, I will say, of all the pop divas or whatever you want to put it, she has a very unique writing style that I can honestly say does not remind me of anybody else, and I don't think anybody else is <laughs> writing songs like her. I know someone who's really into uh, Taylor Swift specifically, like, as a pop, you know what I'm saying? As, like, a, oh, my God, new shit dropped Taylor Swift. Like, you know, that's, like, really a big fan of him. And, like, I see it. I get it. I understand it. Like, even though, you know, it's like, okay, I see the camera is so cheesy, like, just from the outside. But, like, I understand how she's so much of a personality that, like, you would, de- like, I can see someone wanting to be on each new release, unlike a Katy Perry, who I don't see. Like, all I see is plastic, and so I see no personality deeper beyond that. You know what I'm saying? With Taylor Swift. Swift, I see like a yeah she's sure she's a pop star princess but like she has a particular color to her that's just so pony girl energy you know like <laughs> with Katy Perry she's very try hard but also at the same time doesn't take risks 
It's like, how? You know, it was the age of 2010s, everything is the loudest thing ever production. And so like her singing just feels like it's also just tryhard. You know, like that, that's what it feels like in the vocal delivery. So when you said that, that really like unlocked it for me. It's like, yeah, it feels so like just over the top and yet underbaked. It's like a suit, it's like a unfinished souffle or whatever the heck, just didn't <laughs> yeah. get to the right temperature. You know, like yeah, we know it's gonna be, you know, pop star and fluffy, but like there still feels like there's something wrong here. Whereas like Taylor Swift, I feel like, I mean, she definitely has her fucking misses. Remember when she tried to do the dubstep thing or the breakup song that sounded like the funnest slide ever? You know, we are never getting back together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there is that. I thought you were talking about me! Exclamation point. Uh, oh no! With, oh my god, that was also bad too. Oh, with Lord. fucking Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco. What in the world was that about? Spelling is fun, or whatever the fuck. Spelling it was. is it was fun, like... and they decided to cut it from the album because they're cowards. Dude, they were so embarrassed. I mean, I don't blame <laughs> how them. How it was received. But I mean, it's in the music video. There's no denying that happened. So you can't act like that didn't happen. Yeah, it's not. This ain't the 2000s anymore. Where you could be like, wait, was that in the cut? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a you know. And you can't just take it down. Uh, Someone's just gonna yeah, re-upload exactly. it. It's only the early 2000s where we could be Mandela affected into believing maybe it just was never there. Right. Like, nah, we caught you in 4K. Like <laughs> now, this uh, this is the album I think made me who people who have been following me for a while i kind of hmm. got known for making disses to taylor swift back in the day so for someone who you know that was their bread and butter at the beginning um it was this album that really made me rethink her back catalog because like uh, i said taylor swift is like what you got to say now well see the thing is when i say they sound like the old songs and the way they're written, but it's just a different musical style. So so it made me rethink, like, huh. I know there were a few big hits that I wasn't too big on back in the day, and probably still wouldn't be if I go back and revisit them. It's like, well, if these aren't bad, maybe there's other ones that have that same writing style, because honestly, the only thing different here is a maturity that wasn't on mm. the old Taylor Swift albums. Mm. And I'm not saying just because she's cursing now, but she seems way <laughs> more self-aware than she used to be. There's a trilogy on this album. Oh, I noticed that, yeah. There's there's the through story, the through narrative, love triangle trilogy, where there there's a girl named Betty. We'll get to Betty. Then there's a guy named James, I think, that is cheating on Betty with Taylor. I feel like we're watching Dynasty or something. Yeah, we're watching Riverdale. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it plays out in front of our eyes. But yeah. I think the best songs on this album, if I had to go ahead and do that, might as well start with it. Cardigan. Ooh. Oh, ho, ho. Fucking. Man. Uh, Last Great American Dynasty. Mm, um, mm. My tears ricochet. Uh, that that one's definitely. Oh yeah, that ethereal sounded one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got um, mirror ball. Mirror ball. Look, I was back in high school, fucking prom. Ooh. Whenever I hear this song, like I'm just like, just I mean, I'm like just floating into the room and what Taylor Swift? I feel like I'm in the teenage dirtbag video and she's oh. the girl who's telling me she's got two tickets to, to you know, Metallica or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
Man, I, I, I gotta make that video. I haven't said anything about it, but I want to make a video about the um, She'd Be Better Off With Me songs. Oh my god! Uh, 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 she's the flavor of the yeah. week. All those. The, I, I wish that I could make her see, because I'm so much better. Yeah, one of these days. Um, it hurts. It hurts. And fucking, um, where'd it go? Betty. I, I think those those are the best ones. Not uh-huh. to say. Oh, God. That one made you feel, like, when you hear it. It's just, like, affecting, you know? like Yeah, yeah because, I mean, on their own, uh, Cardigan has its own feel, but it, until you know what's going on, it's just kind of, you know, on its own. Then um, August, which is the other part of the trilogy... It's still a really great track, I think. is, is I think it's really one of the standouts. But then not until Betty do we really get the big picture, and it's like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. that moment. Weakest cuts, in my opinion. The one, for sure. Um, Invisible String? I thought I had fun with that one. And Mad Woman. I, th- I thought those two were kind of uh, a l- a a little underwhelming. Yeah, Invisible String, I liked the, 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 like, there's just such a light touch to a lot of this musicality. Yeah. That it, it, and, and this song in particular felt, like, just affected me in, in that perfect way, where we're just, like, she would say something about, like, colors, or she would mention, like, a color or something like that, and you hear, like, a little, like, violin line that would feel like it was emulating that color. Just, like, a really cool, just, like, minor thing of just, like, ooh, text painting, okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, like, guitar string plucks in Invisible String that are just like, they ring out. They're so shiny. Like, whoa. It really does stand out. Like, you can hear the evening, you know, uh, hues that this music is trying to implement. Oh, yeah, and then uh, the lyrics, it's right around the time she says, gave me the blues and then purple pink skies and it's cool. Mm. And Yeah, that's what it happened. So I, I was like, okay, you know, I gotta give this song its props on that one. Uh... And, oh, yeah, Mad Woman. Yeah, you know, I was about to say, like, oh, you should give it its props, but that one lyric where it's just like, do you see my face in the neighbor's lawn? Which, what? It's like, does she smile or does she mouth fuck you forever? (laughs) Like, what's going on here? Yeah. (laughs) She's got an edge now, RC. Right? It's so, like, or it's like Olivia Newton-John. Like, it's cute. Like, it's like, oh... (laughs) Yeah, like you want I, I don't mean. Her hair? <laughs> I don't mean to be, be little, but yeah, it's no, kind of hard like, oh, I'm a to dummy. take it serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel bad, but it's just like, but dude, there's no bite to this. Like, yeah, it's like I'm not doubting that you can be angry or that you are angry. There's a lot to be angry about, no doubt. Exile is a really interesting track with the duet there, especially of how different their voices are. Yeah, yeah. John Mayer. Jonas Brothers, Shawn Mendes. <laughs> like, come on now. They're, they're playing it's all with very the, soft, with the kids. you know? Yeah, yeah. But the, this Justin Vernon, this fucking voice is booming, demanding, very and, present in the mix. So it's like, whoa, shit, okay. Yeah, the, especially at the, so step right out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, all right. Like, that because I think it wasn't the, 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 the point where she's like, I don't know if I can stay or no, no, no. And it's like, and you can hear the opening of the door. So step right out. <laughs> There's no amount of crying I can do for you. Look. And then the way it actually feels like an argument where it's like, yeah. 
You know, it's like, you didn't even hear me out. You never gave a warning. I gave so many signs. And you can hear, like, that pause right there. It's just like, all this time? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Like, you can hear the evaluating past things and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is it. We weren't communicating well. This isn't working. <laughs> and it's, like, at the beginning, you don't really think about it. But then by the end, you're over there looking at Justin like, Oh man, you fucked up! <laughs> like, uh, oh no! <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a uh, uh, now you're just somebody that I used to know. Oh. You know, it's like you can actually feel the relationship unfold, where it's just like, oh, you know, you heard it from his perspective. It's just like, man, well, you didn't have to be so mean about it. It's like, well, maybe you didn't fuck that other girl. <laughs> Yeah, like, like oh, that really what? is the whole song. You're, 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 you're over there, like, oh, poor Gautier. What happened? And then by the end, it's like, oh, oh, you deserve this. Mm. You had this one coming. You just do that slow turnaround and look, and I'm like, mm. you look back, like, you some of it. You fucking had me this whole time, dude. What the fuck you is that? But, you know, isn't that real, though? Like, that's how someone who's, like, hurt feels, right? When you get in a relationship. Well, well, my thing that I was angry about, and then, you know, you talk to a friend about it, and then they go, like, yeah, it kind of sounds like you are being a dick. And then you have to, like, be like, oh, shit. Oh, I was kind of being a dick back there. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, I, I deserve to lose. What was I? You know, but, you know, it's the ego, right? The ego tells us, no, no, I must be right because... But, you know, when you're in the in the middle of the moment, you, like, you, you don't think about it. So the, that's why I love, like, songs like these that can, like, really make you feel that moment of, like, oh, wow. Because that, that is real. Right? I think it's another one where it's just, like, just to just give me a reason. Just a little oh, reason. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah, where it's just like kind of like slowly realizing like, remember when he, uh, she's like, oh my God, there's all these things and da, da, da. And then he responds with like, I'm sorry. I don't understand where all this is coming from. I thought we were fine. Yeah, like <laughs> he really does sound blindsided. <laughs> it's it's like, funny like, that it starts with I'm sorry because you kind of visual it as like, I'm sorry? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Where is all this coming from? <laughs> You just got me thinking of the songs that are like, they're one way for like 90% of it, and then it flips it around. Uh, you got me thinking of, um, it wasn't me. <laughs> Fucking Shaggy. Where the whole time Sh- uh, Shaggy's giving the advice, and then at the end it's like, yo, your advice, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> Holy shit, Shaggy See, looking really stupid right about now. Yeah, and I feel like people don't talk about that part, because it's like right at the tail end. Gonna tell him that I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused. And he also like, doesn't whoa. sound great, so you just, I imagine most people probably turn the song off by that point. But I just love that lyric. You may think that you're a player, but you're completely lost. Like, he's really going in on him. Like... <laughs> Then Shaggy goes ahead and still does the chorus like one or two more times. <laughs> so now he's just doing it to keep up appearances and not seem like... Well, if you would like to order my services... Uh... <laughs> well, hmm. It didn't work for Rick Rock or whatever his name is, but you know what? <laughs> it's not to say it was bad advice. It just wasn't the for, for the situation. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he failed the system. The system didn't fail. <laughs> Trust the process, says Shaggy. Oh, um, what are the songs? Oh, yeah. Don't you want me, baby? Oh. 
The first yeah. verse is like, you know, I, I brought you where you are today. You you should be grateful for the fact uh, that. And it's just like, uh, nah, I was actually going to be fine. Like, I appreciate your help, but like, I kind of already had my own plans. You know, like. <laughs> as soon as that motherfucker says, um, and I could put you back there too. Oh, like, right. oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's fucking Drake. Sitting in the goddamn right. cheesecake factory. I'll give you back to the streets. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you back to the streets. I'll give oh, you fuck. back to the streets too. <laughs> and, and and then the woman's just like, like I like how she starts it off. I was working in, in a cocktail bar. That, that much is true. Is true. <laughs> like, Everything okay. else he said. Bullshit. Yeah, it's a real like honest conversation. We're we're like wait no hold on a second. We we're gonna we're gonna come together on what the truth is, and then here's where things diverge into your ego versus what the truth is. Oh like, god, I hadn't thought about that one in a minute. He sounds like, like the such a dick when he that. says that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But just the fact that it's like I can put you back there too, followed with don't. Don't you watch me? You know, it's like, <laughs> like hesitation. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't you want me? You know I can't believe it when you say you don't need it. I mean, look at me. I obviously cannot believe it. I'm the guy from the Human League. How can you not want me? My tears ricochet. I didn't have it in myself to go with grace. Are you the hero flying around saving face? And if I'm dead to you, why are you still at the wake? Cursing my name, mm. wishing I stayed. Look at how my tears ricocheted. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> look at how my tears ricochet. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, okay, that was it. Oh, yeah, that was the real ethereal sounding joint. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Uh, I liked August. I liked the 90s little fair sweetness vibes that was going on in that joint. There's one part at the end of that track where the music all but fades out to nothing. And it's like during a chorus and then it just like comes back full volume and it's like, ooh, ooh, I don't exactly know when it happens, but it hits really hard. And it's like, oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and and this is me trying was like that would like got me emotionally. You that's know, good. Like, yeah. Because it really does sound sincere where it's just like I'm, I'm trying to be better. You know, like the aw shucks -edness. That kind of comes with her brand, but in a way that's channeled for that sentimental thing, you know, where it's just like, you know, maybe this isn't the best uh, way this could have been written as a song lyric, but I'm fucking trying, you know, like, you know, and, and you feel that, you know. I gotta skip down to Epiphany. I hadn't mentioned it yet. Um, I really like the chorus of this. Oh, homegirl getting their epic Kate Bush on in this motherfucker. <laughs> it, it's Kate Bush, and it also, because we talked about it very recently, um, I couldn't help but be reminded of the Florence and the Machine album, because mm -hmm. there's a song on there where we talked about it, and I didn't think it was one of the best ones. It was the one that was, like, talking about all the angry women wanting to go back to brunch and the camp <laughs> because, of the, because of the pandemic. Epiphany, uh -huh. I probably wouldn't have picked up on this if I didn't read it on Genius, that it's it's making a parallel between healthcare workers on the front line and service people on the front line, like in, in the midst of battle. Only 20 minutes of sleep, but you dream of some epiphany, just one single glimpse of relief to make some sense of what you've seen. Both scenarios, like... 
that there were stories of healthcare workers having to take really short naps because they're working like all fucking day and all the crazy shit they've seen. Yeah, a case can be made that like, yeah, it was a fucking war zone in a different way. And yeah, it's traumatic. Would you have the little affectations at the end of some of the words with someone's mother? Like, it sounded like a hiccup or something like that, oh. you know? Do you remember that happening? I don't remember that. It would, like, keep happening, but it was just like a, huh, that's like a fun sort of Kate Bushy sort of, like, just a weird sort of affectation in my delivery there, you know, yeah. I know we reviewed Hounds of Love, like, and Running Up That Hill, like, a year ago, mm. and, man... I'm just glad to see so many people agree with us after all this time. <laughs> right, like, yes. That Kate Bush has long overdue deserved the flowers, and I'm glad people are finally coming around and being like, yo, but They're seriously. running that track back up the hill, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I don't know if it's still in the top ten. I think it was, like, as of last week. But yeah, when I saw it, I was like, what? <laughs> it was, like, number four. Yeah. But seriously. <laughs> As happy as I am that y'all are playing the shit at a running up that hill, that's great. That whole second half of the album where she's, like, trapped at sea and she's, like, freezing to death. Y'all need to be listening to that shit, too, because that whole <laughs> album right. is awesome. Uh, oh, Betty. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift getting her fucking Bob Dylan on in this joint. I was like, okay, I see you. <laughs> and, and it also has a thing I love about... Which one was the song, um... Where she's like talking about Romeo and Juliet during the choruses. Was that was that love song? Uh, she's the sisters, I, uh, uh, no, no, it's a different one. The Scarlet Letter, something, something. No, away from it's a different one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another love story by Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> when when she does the the final chorus, and it's 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 that uh, key change, and it go and it's like marry me, Juliet, and it's like oh fuck yeah, bringing it home. Oh, uh, right. The fucking key change when it's James's point of view and he's, like, trying to get Betty back. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. This rules. Mm. Although, not knowing there's, like, another person does make it sound like Taylor is just saying, fuck James, right. I'm gonna get with <laughs> Betty. And that's yeah. an even better story, I think. <laughs> Because like, oh, fuck okay. James, he was cheating on both of y'all. Yeah, I just, mean, come on. Just go out with Betty. Y'all have so much in common already. <laughs> the um, conversations. And uh, I thought Peace was really great, too. I quoted from Genius, where it says, um, it's, it's a song where she worries that her lack of privacy could drive her partner away. The, um, mm. I'm sorry I can never give you peace, because, like, there's so much drama following Taylor that even if the relationship is perfect, there's always going to be the paparazzi. There's always going to yeah. be the fucking tabloids. And I thought Hoax was a solid outro track, too. Honestly, oh, y'all, sure. like, I know Evergreen, was that was that the name of it? The, the follow-up? I honestly didn't listen to that n nearly as much as Folklore. I might have to give it a second listen, but Folklore is great. Um, I ended up giving it a solid four. How about you? I gave it a four and a half. I think it's. I, a really, I can see that for sure. Yeah, it's a really good ass joint. It is a really good one. Um. <laughs> Let, let's hop over. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, who requested yeah. the first one? Did we? Uh. I didn't have that information. It wasn't on my. It wasn't on my list. Dang it! Hold on. Uh. Yeah. What did it say? Because where's the quest? Oh, there it is. Because I already know who did the next one. And I think the audience does, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
They can make an educated guess. Oh, uh, well, folklore was requested by Dr. Goatman, so... No! Thank oh, no! you for that request. Oh, no! Uh, Wait, we did we did it. it. We, we finally did it! <laughs> no! All good, man. All damn it! <laughs> oh, god damn it. You know... The look on Dr. Goatman's face when they see the fucking thumbnail. And it's, it's two, two of their requests. No. They're templing their fingers like, yeah, No. Excellent. Y'all have no idea. We've tried so hard to not make this happen. No. But like, Shit. Look, we appreciate this person who definitely, yes. you know, uh, supports us a lot. But, you know, yeah, we try to make it so that it's just like, oh, that we can, like, get, you know, other people's requests. And, you know, so, yeah, we're not double enough, but we couldn't avoid it. Look, and, and it's all, look, it's the girl power hour, all right? We're talking about, yeah. you know, uh, country girl power and rap girl. The two um, uh, true American uh, genres, you know, so we're, oh, we're sure. getting into it. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, would it have maybe been more fair to talk about Taylor Swift and House of Puke. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but that's gonna be the yeah, next no episode. <laughs> I have no idea what that even is. We've right. got an interesting next show. <laughs> I think I but, stopped right at, like, when I texted you, I was like, wait, should we do that one? It's like, oh, but there was this other request, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we stopped. I stopped just short of hearing what that was. So next week, we'll find out. <laughs> But for oh, now, man. good folks. Uh, Dr. Goatman. Good news by Megan the Stallion. Full-length debut album. Good news. Does not feel like it, but we'll get to that. Yeah, did um, she not? Because we reviewed uh, another one of her albums. This is what we brought up uh, at the beginning, where I, I remember not really feeling it that much. Uh, no. It was like, there were, of course, some boppers on it, but it was like, as soon as she tried to get like into anything like, you know, deeper than the hot girl shit, you know, it, it would kind of kind of fell apart. And even then, it would be like, uh, you know, these songs are kind of savvy. I remember you saying, say like, okay, if that's all you've got, if that's the only color you've got... You know what are we what what are we doing here? You know how long how long are you planning on sticking around? You know there was that sort of feel, right? Yeah, it um, sucks because on Sugar, which is the third EP, that's what it was. The, it, it came out in March of 2020. Good news ended up coming out later that year in November, mm. and not a whole lot had really changed except the main uh, front page story. Where oh, man. Suga's story was, my record label won't let me put out the music I want to put out. Right, right. So I got to put him on blast. And good news is about the Tory Lanez bullshit. Yeah, jeez. And we get that out of the way, honestly, uh, very early on, even though it does kind of come up. And I actually really like that as a, like... You know, framing like it's one of those, you know, in the great pantheon of like rap albums, you know, there's always like some sort of shit going on that's like fueling why they're doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking, um, well, ah, shit. The first one I thought of was the second NWA album, but that wasn't a good one. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm thinking of, uh, songs like, um, 
Ah, damn it. Nothing really great is coming to mind right now. Because uh, one of the things I was thinking of was House of Pain's jump. And they're like, this was dedicated to Tommy uh, Mottola, whoever what it is, the chump who, you know, told someone else to do a jump song so that ours, so that theirs came out first or whatever. You know, like... <laughs> I like was going to say... I, I was going to say it reminded me of the opening track to Invasion of Privacy, the Cardi B album, mm. where, she, where she's like taking on all the slut shamers and being like right, i fucking right. made it listen to my fucking album and i remember it being pretty good or um, i think about like uh, kanye west i remember someone said like kanye west always feels like he needs to have someone he's up against so like when the first album it's like oh i'm a producer i can't be a rapper so like i'm dealing with that energy and then the second album is like oh you're a rapper you can't be a pop star you know like and so there's these like sort of like things that are kind of channeling them and engaging them to like you know, really put some edge in what they're fucking talking about. You know what I mean? To really put yeah. their foot in it. And with this where it's just like, you know, there's some songs where it's like, yeah, you can't think that it's about the situation, but it could be like, no, but this could be a general anthem for like not wanting to put up with some, you know, what a fuck boy's bullshit, you know? Like, and just the fact that she samples like the first track that it comes out the gate sampling the fucking who shot you. Like it really yeah. puts you in that fucking lane of like, like this straight up feels like the you know next uh, ladies next generation of fucking gravity glocks when you see the stallion you know what I mean or it's just like yo hype it up fuck that nigga fuck the mother niggas because I'm down with my bitches you know what I'm saying like it hits so fucking hard and sort of the is Plan B uh, a joint that came out this year Plan B. Yeah, she did one. I think it was this year because it happened. Yeah, because the Roe v. Wade thing happened this year. And I think that song just happened to come out like right in April. Have you heard oh. that one? There's an uh, you know, issue I've just in general had with Megan Thee Stallion where it's just like, you know, I feel like I've been liking her more and more as the more I feel like she's like been really focusing on like, you know, getting in her grizzly like lyrically. But every now and then she has that annoying thing where she just won't rhyme certain phrases in this jarring way where it's just like, Come on, dude, that clearly didn't rhyme. What the fuck? And that hinders so much of my enjoyment of her music because it's just like, it's not even like a Southern drawl thing of like, oh, that's just how we talk. It's just like, nah, bro, that didn't sound right. Like, that clearly sounded wrong and it keeps happening. Oh, yeah, and so there is that level of like, you know, okay, can you keep doing the hot girl, like, rapping about your pussy shit? But my thing is, it's like, I mean, you can do anything if you, you know, make it sound fresh enough, right? Like, Lil' Kim at least was able to keep that shit going for at least an album and a half, right? Like, you know, um, so it's like, it, it really depends on how, how you bring the energy. And with uh, her first release, it felt like, yeah, they kind of didn't know what to do with her. But, like, I feel like it was the Birds of Prey song, I think, uh, that she oh. did that was really the moment where it was a turning point of, like, hey, wait a minute. These ain't just, like, you know, run-of-the-mill shit. She's actually, like, putting some energy into this, you know? Yeah. And so, like, that I feel combined with her kind of having the second wind of, like, okay, I've got a fucking, I've got a target that you know I'm, I'm aiming shots at when i'm like fucking getting on this track i've got i've got something to prove you know when i fucking get in this booth you know um yeah. i i don't know i see yeah. I, I feel <laughs> i i feel the opposite on this mm. like i was listening to this and i was taking my notes and i was seriously like am i just like done with megan like mm. i don't know like i mean it might when, just not be for you, but when when we did the first uh, uh, the Sugar EP, and I was like, man, if this is like the only shade we're gonna get of uh, like of what she's capable of, it's very one note. But then there were the like the more 
uh, vulnerable tracks, and I thought those hit even less. Right, like, hmm. crying in the car or something like that. So I was like, well, shit, I guess I do only like that one shade. That kind of sucks. Um, but So on here, that's kind of all we get. And it's still, even, even being what I like better from her, for me, wasn't enough. Like, mm. I think the strongest cuts, if I'm just going to cut to the chase, uh. are, like, all at the end. Um, really? But, yeah. Um... So thought, wait, you didn't like the, you didn't like circles, circles. It's track two because I thought it, it was, was a okay. good. I thought it was a good one-two punch of holy shit, you know, shots fired. I'm fucking going the fuck off. I'm going at you and getting fucking angry at you. And the second track is the sort of like, you know, being a little bit more emotionally vulnerable, being like, man, I can't fucking believe I let this happen to me. And like, you know what? I'm fucking moving up. Like, you know, it, it felt like the one-two sort of connection of the victory through the anger you know but to that inno bounce that still kind of keeps it going but like you have that sample in the background you know got me in circles circles round and round and round. like I, I thought it really hit as a nice one too and um and then crybaby's like okay and yeah uh, like the next couple are like they're serviceable joints um i thought see i actually wasn't really that blown away by shots fired like really as like as a something that needed to be done like uh. yes for sure get it all out i'm glad we're getting this out of the way like first thing but i just kind of felt like it really didn't go anywhere like it kind of felt rambly um hmm. so i didn't really think it was that great like as far as like as far as a track that i would want to listen to again like it didn't really have the best I don't know, like it, like it, like if you have a song that is is like a serious track that's about something really important, but it doesn't have like clever lyricism, like it kind of just falls by the wayside to me. Like I'm, I, I kind of like need both, I guess. I get what you're saying. It, it, it's, uh, it's expect. You know what it is? It's expecting you. It's the same thing kind of like with Brockhampton in a way. Didn't we talk about that? Where it's like, if you're already emotionally involved in the group. Yeah. Then then you're more likely to, you know, forgive, you know, like, yeah, if they're like lyrically not really like putting a whole bunch of shit together because you're feeling it just on that level of because you're invested in them as a group. Yeah. But if you're like coming on this and you're like, okay, Megan the Stallion person that I don't really ha have any acquaintance with, uh, wow me. And then it's like. Yeah, it's this personal story, and it's like, okay, but did that really hit me? I, I get you on that one. Um, Circles, like, yeah, I thought it was catchy, but um, I wasn't wowed by it, really. Um, it wasn't until Crybaby, because I haven't, um, I haven't really visited this. I've had some time away from this one. It doesn't really get radio play anymore for a while there. It was yeah, no. unavoidable. And I'm not saying this from personal bias, because of shit he said. Uh, d d uh, doesn't the baby kind of suck on this? Uh, 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 yeah, he's definitely not as good as Megan is on this Fuck. one. No, uh, like uh, it, I remember it was sobering. When because I reviewed I remember, it, I remember having that feeling. I think, yeah. I remember there was a time where, like, there was like a couple songs in a row where the baby was like, "Oh shit, he's got like a cool personality," and whatever and he's like, he's super hypersexual, you know, yeah, but like still lyrical in a certain way, yeah. And his verse on "Crybaby" is just dog shit. It's just and, like, Megan, Lucy, a bunch of people's names, <laughs> go. 
and the um the is so annoying. The the fucking sample in the background is really annoying. Um, and I thought Megan was the best part of the song for sure, but and he takes up a lot of it <laughs> until right now. I thought this was a baby song featuring Megan the Stallion. Right. I didn't know it was a Megan the Stallion song. Until uh, until it uh, came to listening to it for the album, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay," um, because yeah, she obviously is the best thing about it. But as far as uh, features go, uh, this was my first impression of City Girls. I'd never listened to them before. Uh, not impressed. Yeah, like I said, it's didn't dig this one. It's it's fine. I think like for me, the residual energy of the first two tracks that went in an energy that went in a direction that I wasn't expecting that had a bit more complexity to it. Like gave me more, uh, uh, allowed me to give it more leeway as it was just like, okay, we've got this this angry energy out. Okay, now I'm just trying to have fun for a second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like I could see the narrative arc of what was kind of happening on the, uh, uh, at least for the first part. Of, like I, it doesn't become a fully uh, album narrative arc, but like I see at least trying to be like, what well, I want you to feel something when you hear this album. This isn't just any other album. I'm trying to hit you with like some fucking joints first. You know. Um, mm. but for me, you know, actually you are right though. As I look down at the bottom of the, yeah. Cause the fucking bangers that were like, yeah, those were, oh yeah. Cause the Beyonce joint. Yeah. That was at the end. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh my God. I had that moment when I was listening to it. I was like, oh my God, wait, did she, this is like banger after banger. Hold on a fucking second. I don't know. Holy shit. Like, yeah. She had some joints. I, um, I, I, outside Savage remix. Um, Go crazy! I dug that one. Yo, the sample of that one was bonkers. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and the fucking last two, uh, "Girls in the Hood" and "Don't Stop." Even oh, with fucking man. Young Thug, yeah. I thought those were the best. Up until that point, I was very, very lukewarm on just about mm. everything else. Up until that point, I hate to say it. Yeah, uh, Sugar Baby, I remember that one was like, oh, we're just going back to No Limit Southern Fried Trumpet Sense now. I remember and, when I heard that one. <laughs> and I think that's the one, what, no, that that's Freaky Girl. Sh- Sugar Baby, I just have quoted, um, bad bitch times a million. Because it felt like every other line was something, something, bad bitch. Something, 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 right. something, bad bitch. I'm like, oh, okay. Come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, just getting like, we need something different here. This legit feels like, oh, snap, uh, Megan Thee Stallion uh, back from the year 2003 at Krunk's uh, height to bring us a Krunk song, you know? like uh, yeah. I did like the line, um, invest in this pussy boy, support black business. I thought that was a pretty dope line. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then we got the worst fucking song in the whole goddamn album with Movie and Lil Durk. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what the fuck to make of this sleazy, thing. Sleazy, sleazy, sleazy. Just strip club hours fuck. all day. Fuck me, I hated this song, dude. Eat my coochie, let's make a movie, nigga. I'm talking ASMR, let me hear you chew it, nigga. Like, oh my God. It, honestly, like, all my problems are with Dirk. I thought Dirk was dog shit on this. I, okay. I thought, like, I thought Megan's verse was okay. You're, you're having to sit through a lot of shit to get to her verse. And in my opinion, it's not worth the wait. <laughs> like, it's too much. Can I say this, though? Like, it, you know what it is? Like, it's not that it was, like, a great verse, but, it, like, 
you know, it put you, it put me in where they wanted me to be in, which was the sleazy, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, mm. backwards strip club. And like, because just the way, like, uh, Dirk ends his verse was kind of like the thing that kind of made me go like, you know what, like, this definitely fits what he, what the fucking uh, uh, scenario he's trying to play up is. Do you remember the final lyrics? That little bitch never turned down money. I don't give a fuck who she with. The strip club got the best chicken wings. Give me six. This is like, oh, oh yes. Oh. Like this man is in the strip club, feeling on booties in between chowing down on saucy barbecue wings. I'm like, <laughs> you don't get more gutter strip club than that. You know? I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it just, it's so just fits that mood in that way where I'm just like, I can't act like this isn't what it is, you know? <laughs> I don't really have much to say about uh, Freaky Girls. Freaky Girls. It, it, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was uh, It was like, it was basically BDE by Lotto. You know, it's like that, hey, Samplin, this 90s song that you recognize, you know what I mean? Like, but like for this one, I mean, because I like Megan and also SZA, uh, you know, I was like, oh man, but I, I definitely would like to see you know, uh, an Adina Howard sample come back. You know what I'm saying? That was a oh, fucking... Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I can't front on this, you know? But yeah, it's not necessarily something to write home about. I wouldn't call it macking. I call it speaking with passion. I don't call it seducing. I move on it, then have it. Got sugar for the daddies who truly support my habits, who buy the double C's when I'm making A's in my classes. Like... I love the lyrics that, like, you can tell that that's actually real. You know that's not just, like, a brag line. You know what I mean? It's so weird. Like, it's very specific. <laughs> and then, okay, what do you think about body? Because I think this I is the like make it. or breaker. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I think... Okay. I think it's a fun chorus to hear once. Uh-huh. I think it is good for a TikTok sound. Right. It's um, an earwormer. <laughs> but the verses are nothing special, and it's... For as many times as that chorus is repeated, it's very annoying. It's the will I am thing where it's like, oh, I know. I know you're getting a hit out of this because of the fucking, like, this is that, like, you know five other female rappers are kicking themselves because they didn't come up with a chorus that simple yet, like, oh, yeah, you know, for sure. clearly repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost fucking, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, you know, those 1920s, hi 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 you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just I, like, mm, I don't know if I can even hate it, because I know what you're trying, I know what you're doing, and you know it works. <laughs> I think if you just had the first bar be the body adi stuff, and mm. then the rest of it be different lyrics, like, that would have been a really yeah. hot chorus. But yeah. to have it all be that and nothing else, that wears very thin for me, I get it. unfortunately. And- like she again, she does this thing where it's like the lyrics don't rhyme, but the the actual what she's saying hits hard in a way where I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm like I'm of two minds as I hear it, you know, the one lyric where she says, "Uh, uh, num 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 eat it up," but I'm like, okay, three, two, one, you know, I'm the hottest. You ain't never gotta heat me up. I'm present when I'm acid, speaking when I'm not there. All them bitches scary cats. I call them Carol Baskins. Yeah, <laughs> like you're like I can't act like that's not a good fucking bar. But oh, I'm like, sure. what the fuck did Carol Baskins rhyme with? <laughs> like, what did you think of what's new? <laughs> I liked the flow, but it really kind of felt like a freestyle to me. Like it felt very like just kind of off the top, mm. and it didn't have any new ideas or for me really anything particularly interesting. Yeah, I get you. I for me, it was like it was one of those things. Like, okay, yeah, th- this is about having a fun hook, and I'm like, I'll give it that. Like, this is a fun hook, you know, and uh, like in that way of like 
this sounds different from the others. This is her, you know, fucking, uh, the kids see the boy, look at his wrist, boy, you know, like everyone has that one song where it's just like the, hey, look, I did a gimmicky thing where I I put this thing in there, you know, doesn't that make it stand out? Doesn't that make this song different? You know what I mean? And I had enough fun as I was listening to it. Like, it's one of those songs, like, it wasn't like, you know, fantastic or blowing my socks off, but like, as I listened to it, I didn't not want to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, I had the fun with it. (laughs) <laughs> like when it happened, you know, I had that that Mario character uh, <laughs> sort of feel, you know. Work that. I think I I, I like the uh, the No sample kind of uh, thing that they did. How did you feel about that one? Um, I thought it was okay. I thought the chorus wasn't great. Um, but I did like the uh, the one part I had quoted. The um, I'm undead. Ain't no bitch killing me. Hold that stick like uh, like I'm in a symphony mm. for these simps. I have no sympathy. I was like, yeah, oh, she guess. got like so, a little gutter with the lyrics at the end there. Yeah. I was like, oh, when she does that thing, she like flip up and did double time. So it's like, oh, you think it's just sex rhymes? But uh, actually, I'm actually pretty adept with it. You know, like th- there's nothing wrong with sex rhymes because I mean, like WAP was like a huge hit and fucking I masterpiece. Think that's one of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really untouchable. So like, I know. Megan can have a great song with like just being sex bars, but I feel so much of this album was colored by the numbers and just copy and paste. I um, get you. Like I felt like a lot of the same punchlines were like repeated. I can't remember any offhand, mm. but it's what it felt like. And it doesn't help that with so many songs being like barely two minutes, it mm. really does feel like a mixtape more than a made like a full length debut album. Like it did not feel like kicking the door open like this is this is megan's time to shine like i feel like that by this point kind of already came and went and Mm. i don't know like obviously since then wap came out after this album i think that is probably like the new highlight it's like that that song yeah because i forgot like that song's not on this one that like that's basically her second wind right there (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i feel like she's a great singles artist yes that's my thing, uh, yeah. For a full album, though, I think it really does get tired pretty quick, oh, you, unfortunately. You know, you're certainly not wrong. I, I, I guess it's like, as I'm listening to it, like, you know, I try to I try to meet the music where it is, right? Like, I, I'm not expecting Kendrick-level joints out of this, right? Like, mm. you know, I know it's going to be a bunch of fun bangers, but it's just like, but there's still a hierarchy to that, right? Like, what, what are you still giving me within right. that realm of possibility? And I, like within that hierarchy, I, I, I'll say I had a, a good time more often than not. It, it was like mm-hmm. that thing where it's just like, if you've got the energy, I can ride with it, even though I know I'm like, this isn't the, the, the smartest thing ever. But it's just like, but if you can make me have a good time, if you've got personality, you know, like mm-hmm. I can still fuck with it, right? Um, yeah. Now, interestingly enough, the song Intercourse was my least liked song. Yeah. <laughs> because um... it was just so like basic even though it's like oh look jamaican vibes this is what you like you know rap critic this is what you love but it, it, oh it's pop god don't you love him oh you know sexually explicit lyrics but but there it just feels so basic when i'm looking at what the actual lyrics are you know like i mean yeah. for god's sakes the hook is sexual intercourse <laughs> like what like i was thinking about the family guy uh thing where they were you know uh, a band for a while and they're like i want to have intercourse with you relations intercourse oh, with you yeah what's a shorter word for intercourse like it's like sexual intercourse like that's not hot like you know yeah. my penis in your vagina like just saying the technical terms is not hot <laughs> it's not hot i thought he definitely heard the song more than improved it or added to it 
Uh, this just, just kind of came off as awkward to me. But finally, coming through with the features, Big Sean and 2 Chains. Oh, man! <laughs> I feel like in the history of this podcast, when it comes to features, 2 Chains never misses. Wow. And Big yeah. Sean was a nice surprise, too. Like, I, I, right? I don't really have... I don't. I never have the highest of expectations for Big Sean, but I feel yeah, like he tries, never really though. lets me down. Yeah, like he, like ever since Ass, I think he's been kind of like you know trying to prove himself and wipe off that blemish. You know, like yeah, like sure, it was a huge hit, but it also like <laughs> it sets the expectations real low. Yeah, yeah. like oh, you're the Ass guy. You're the guy who does the. You gonna get a dick today? Uh, you gonna get some dick today? Like, really? <laughs> you, you, you took all day to come up with that one, like you know? That song really was shit. But um, <laughs> this goes in the trash. I remember liking. Oh, uh, there was one Big Sean album we did for the show. Yeah, way back see, when. that's the thing. I don't consider him to be like. I remember one time Anthony Fantano did a review where he was just saying like, "No, no, 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 no," and just like me like, "Yeah, fuck Big Sean." But I was like, he's never been that person where I've been like completely fuck them. They've never. No. They're not. Big Sean is not Soldier Boy levels of I don't need to hear anything this guy says because I know it's gonna be whack. You know what I mean? He, he ain't little B. Yeah, right? So, like, when Big Sean, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I know he's made whack joints that definitely, uh, you know, got, got him those side eyes. But, like, if you're listening to, like, any anything else that he does, it's like, oh, you can tell he kind of puts his heart into it. He's clearly trying to be lyrical. He's trying to, like, impress you. He's trying to put these words together. To, he's trying to earn his keep as a lyricist. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, as opposed to what a lot of people could, uh, could be doing, which is just, you know, bullshitting and making their money easy off of some bullshit, I don't know, G-Easy song or something, you know? Like, yeah. Rock Me to Sleep. I was digging this one, and I liked the synth beat because I'm a sucker for a synth beat. But this fucking chorus, man. Oh, it was the delivery that just killed it for me, where it's just like, I can, like, almost tell that your heart is just not into this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you want to leave, then bye-bye-bye. I'm a big girl, so I won't cry. Don't sing me a la la bye 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 blah 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 la 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 what <laughs> blah 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 la 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 like, I'm sorry oh, are you serious the fuck is that yeah, come on like... man <laughs> but yeah like I said from there breezy as fuck track with outside outside oh man mm. but although that, the, that's the like chorus... a summer anthem for sure yeah but the chorus is, uh, always like makes me think of like. First of all, the music. Oh, my God. It sounds like a Sonic level or something like that. It's so fucking yeah. smooth how cool it sounds. The chorus where she's like, I ain't for the streets because, bitch, I am the street. And I ain't on these niggas. All these niggas be on me. And, like, all I keep imagining is the music video where it's, like, it's actually her face in the street, you know? Like, in that really cheesy, like, 2000s music video way. You see a bunch of people walking. And, like, but and, you know, like, it's kind of, like, pumping a little bit, you know, with the beat. Like, as her face superimposed on the concrete is going, like, bitch, I am in the street dun, dun, and it's starting to shake it like people are kind of like shaking like whoa what's going on you're just thinking of the locks album cover uh yes we are, we the, are streets. the streets I'm like guys come on you can't now, be that literal do it, it it's just it's a different story i mean from there we got the big hits we got yeah. savage remix with beyonce girls in the hood don't Stop was, was good. Um, yeah, I thought that was solid. Uh, I'm never big on Young Thug. I think the audience is sick of hearing me say that, but mm -hmm. I don't think he ruined it by I, any I don't stretch. I think he did too bad. Like, when he said, uh, 
Dr. Miami Adlaus, now the ass is fat like an acre. Come to the spot and we lay up and I can not pussy like mayors. Oh, Ever God. since I got my cake up, I've been running these bitches like a mayor. I was like, okay, all right, actually, that's pretty dope. Like, you know? I think I'm always distracted by his delivery that it's I mean, hard for me to, like, really pay attention to what he's saying. It is a Danny Brown level acquired taste of a delivery for sure. Overall, I got a three. Uh, overall, you know, I gotta give it a four. I, like, Ooh. as much as I'm seeing what you're saying, like, and as much as the flaws that I do have with it, it's the give and take, right? Like, this is kind of a little jarring, but you're doing this that makes up for it. So that's what it is, like, when I listen to, you know, a lot of artists, because motherfuckers aren't perfect, right? You know, m- most artists aren't re- releasing perfect five out of five albums, but it's about, like, what enjoyment can I have versus, like, the annoyances, and does the, does the enjoyment outweigh the annoyance, you know? And about wraps it up for this week's episode of Going Off. Big, big thanks. To everyone who spent their time with us this week and uh, enjoyed the show, we are uh, super thankful that y'all choose to spend your time with us and that y'all wait patiently for new episodes and you act so excited and happy when a new episode gets posted. That really means a lot. And uh, like we did in this episode where we did two requests, even though it didn't feel like it because they're only two years old, still, things fall through the cracks is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, also given more time, right? Like, you know, when you first heard it, uh, when the first you know, album came out, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, yes. now with time, hmm, now how do we feel about these joints? Because I felt a, a, a little bit of that way about, like, folklore was just like, oh, I just thought it was, like, sounded solid as soon as I heard it. But then with, like, time, I was like, well, it's a little bit of cracks in those arms, but it's still solid, you know? like. But if you have an album that you would like to hear us talk about, head on over to our Kofi at ko fi dot com slash going off that's g-o-i-n-o-f-f request now to be talked about in a future episode the queue is starting to look rather manageable is all i'm gonna say if we uh, knock out a few more y'all might uh you might see a more uh, affordable price point that's all i'm gonna say it's still gonna be a while but i'm just putting it out there and uh in the meantime i want y'all to follow us on twitter if you're not already so you can make sure you are staying on top of what we're doing. Uh, you know what we're working on. You know what we're talking about, what we're thinking about. I've got the fan house for uh, for Riffcoms where I'm posting exclusive videos for y'all to see. Over 250 Kids Pop things. I'm posting behind-the-scenes clips from Riffcoms filming sessions. There's a bunch of fun shit on there, and you're missing out if you're not subscribed. It's only $3 a month. And RC, he's got the Patreon thing, the Twitch thing. You've got it hanging on. You've got, I don't know what I'm saying. You've, You've got, got you, you're holding it down over on. there on the fan house and the Twitch. No, but yeah, on the Patreon, I'm actually uh, going to be uploading a couple of uh, exclusive <laughs> songs uh, to the Patreon for the folks who are uh, supporting me on there, you know, mm. in between while I take a month off from a uh, rap critic. But I am still doing a few new uh, episodes. Um, in fact, I'm going to be reviewing the new uh, nope movie by uh, oh. Jordan Peele. Yeah, I was like, okay, we gotta nice. do that one. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming soon. Um, and yeah, give it the Patreon, patreon.com slash rapcritic. Give it it, act like you want it. You can join the Patreon Discord where you can chat with me and fellow fans and all that fun, sexy stuff. Plus the episodes mm-hmm. are and everything I just said. But uh, other than that, yeah, we're, we, we're kicking it. I'm gonna get off of this after we're done and chill for a second because I feel like I... Uh, I feel like I barely have time to myself a lot of times. So. Take a fucking breath. Yeah, right? sit down for a minute. I'm always jumping from one thing to the next, man. I'm just like, okay, yeah. I gotta do this. Okay, well, now I gotta do my music, though, so let me do that. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah. but you know, ain't no rest for the wicked, man. Money don't grow on trees. <laughs> uh, that's true. All those expressions, they all apply. <laughs> but until next time, for going off, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic, and Meg, I feel like a stallion. It was well worth the wait. <laughs>